coming to you from my basement in 2023. This is LesCast. I am your host, Amanda Costner, and we are recapping Season 3, Episode 7 of The L Word, Generation Q. We're single, we've got our tetas pierced, and we're ready to go. Okay, we're not actually single. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of we, with me today is a very talented comedian and producer make sure you check out amy's new show laugh dance at whiskey girl in chicago starting friday february 3rd which is linked in the description please welcome to the podcast amy nico schwartz hey thanks for having me thanks for coming on amy how was your new year it was good you know i just uh I just danced and that was pretty much it. <laughs> Cliche. I just wanna I just wanna dance. I just I was like, dance. I just have to dance. You know, you know me. I know. So you, Amy. So always wanting to just dance. Twirl and gallop yeah. around. <laughs> but no, I got I got a little turned up. Okay. <laughs> but, okay. But not too out of control. It was a good it was a good balance, I felt. A nice, uh, <laughs> you know, you want to get a little turned up, but not so turned up that you end up in jail the next day. Exactly. So you you got that covered. Well, we've got a very riveting Fletcher performance uh, to talk about, followed by some skinny dipping. Let's not waste any more time. We start things off all up in Finley's feelings because Sophie has just broken up with her. Amy, do you have advice for how to handle when you've just been broken up with? Ooh, I I like going out all the time. That's kind of my vibe, but I don't know. Everyone's different, so... You know, when I got divorced, I went out and ranted on stage. <laughs> but but it worked. It worked because I'm I'm short. So when I get angry, no one no one is bothered by it. They're like, that silly little one. So like, you know, I just went on stage and was like, blah, 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 and people just, you know, like ha, 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 pat on the head, you know. So like that's what I do. Just like, uh, I've <laughs> just been broken up with. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. I, I spilled all the tea immediately. <laughs> Was it a good set? Oh, yeah. I, I like, have, like, a half hour uh, off of it now. <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. But yeah. Finley, I mean, I don't know. Finley doesn't really perform, but uh, obviously she shouldn't go out and party. <laughs> That's not the key. Right. Um, but she did a yeah, good job. You know what? She didn't drink. Yeah, I was going to say, you know what, if I was her, maybe sports, which she does end up bowling. So, Is yeah. bowling a sport? That- <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I mean, I'm a golfer. I can't really talk. So, right? <laughs> Is golf I know. I, I feel like if you can eat during the sport, is it a sport, you know? <laughs> if you can be wasted and still perform yeah. at top level. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, well, you heard it, folks. If you get broken up with, just head to your local open mic and start doing some stand-up <laughs> comedy. <laughs> oh, I did a lot of Krav Maga. I highly recommend that. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that like, so? That's ooh. where is that like um Marsh, mixed martial arts? Okay, I knew it was some sort of fighting type something. Self defense. Yeah, you it's like real like street fighting self defense. <laughs> oh my god you're gonna have to show me some krav maga moves next Ooh, time yeah hang out <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
I like to make my room pitch black and then I wrap myself in a blanket like Ooh. a cocoon and I just cry all day while listening to sad daft punk songs. That's my Ooh, thing. Ooh, daft punk. Interesting. That's probably like a good way to let it out. I feel like there's different emotions to go let out. That's a good way to let out the sadness. You can't yeah. deny the sadness. I gave more tips for anger. <laughs> That's more my my motto, but you got you got to let it all out, right? Those emotions out. Uh, once again, Finley's sponsor, Tess, is busy. This is not Tess's mom. Tess's fault. Her mom died. But right. I do feel like a running theme of season three is that Finley doesn't have a great sponsor. No. She can't get a hold of anyone. She needs it. Uh, but, but she does. Uh, she's able to get Carrie, who mm-hmm. she turns to. Which what I think you- is a better a better sponsor. I don't know. Maybe I just want Rosie O'Donnell back. But <laughs> I had a feeling she was going to go to her. I didn't. I was like totally shocked. I was thinking it might be like a relative or something. And I was like, wait, I thought all her family was in Missouri. And then it was Carrie. Ah, mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like Rosie O'Donnell has like a good, like, you know, what's like a mentor type vibe to her, you know? Yeah. I dug it. I do too. And if this is how we keep Carrie, great. (laughs) You know, keep Mm -hmm. bringing us Carrie. And she is like doing a better job than Tess, who is just like always too busy. (laughs) Yeah, Tess is like, let's open another nightclub and another. (laughs) Work at my third bar during your sobriety. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you notice how nice Carrie's house was? Oh yeah, I guess she's a lawyer, right? Yeah, but she's a public defender, so I was like, oh, Oh, hmm. unless I once I met a public defender who. He told me he would take these, like, bougie cases to pay his, like, bills for the year, and then he would take whatever, like, cases he was passionate about after that. So, I don't know. Maybe that's... I'm just justifying the writing. (laughs) No, wait. Actually, okay, that makes a lot of sense because I don't know any public defenders, and Uh, so they're able to choose some cases. I assume they just got... Yeah, see, the one that I knew... See, I don't know. If you're, like assigned by the state or city or whatever I don't think you can do that necessarily I think they have a ton of cases like too many but I think you can if you're like pro bono I think you can choose like people who are really in need and people who like have a lot of money kind of like cherry pick nice okay that makes sense then well while Finn is in survival mode over at Carrie's Sophie has taken the breakup quite well She's pierced her nipples. She's goofy, joking around, going to get her hair done. She's um, numb, just like her nipples. <laughs> After the bag of peas. <laughs> I feel like the show is going to put Sophie and Finley back together, but I love single Ooh. Sophie. I'm into oh, her being single. I, uh, I kind of find Sophie to be a little bit of a sociopath. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Like, I do think she should be single, but I just, like, I don't know. Like, she did ayahuasca, and she was like, it's all about me. (laughs) And it just, the way she, like, dumped her, she, like, it was so bizarre to me. She ran home and then was like, oh, it's over. Like, she ran home like she was excited, and I don't know. She just seems kind of heartless about it. But it was the right move. Like, dragging out would have made it worse. Like, that would have been cooler. So, yeah, it I doesn't support make single Sophie. her being so concerned that she would cause Finley to drink again for like a year. And then now uh, definitely not thinking about yeah. 
how to yeah. package the breakup. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I find her a little bit heartless, but I think she is single is the way for her to go. Like I was like, maybe she should be single and then Polly and then that would be better. I don't know. If she's always cheating on everybody, but, but maybe maybe that's not because you can cheat on your partner while you're being polyamorous too. But right. certainly maybe get a chance. <laughs> yeah. Be a little more open about it. I don't know. I yeah, but yeah, she did not seem to worry about it. <laughs> no. I see the one of the reasons I like single Sophie is because I think Rosani Zayas has become a little bit of a breakout star in season three, like in the absence mm-hmm. of Jennifer Beals, Laurel Holloman, and uh, Sepida Moafi. And mm-hmm. I think she is one of the newer Gen Q actors who can carry a scene on her own and who can carry a storyline that doesn't have a big dramatic cheating scandal and breakup and all that. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm excited we- to see what she ends up doing. Yeah, I think that they're going to put her back with Fenley. But I've been wrong before. Danny, who is not just an album release party planner, but also now is managing talent, including Dre, uh, comes (laughs) over and asks Sophie, is it okay if Dre comes? Then Micah starts annoyingly running the blender because he thinks it's too soon. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just imagine Micah just like, stomach sounds like that blender all the time <laughs> why because he's like so such a he's like so nervous he's a nervous yeah. nelly <laughs> you know i was thinking about micah yesterday i don't know why and his character and how i think it's important to marja lewis ryan to have you know trans representation on the show that's better than what we got with max early on but they made the trans character like the most miserable, lacking in any personality. Like, just I feel like no effort has been put into Micah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was just thinking about like, oh, he's so no fun and like not a fun yeah. character. I know. Like, why are they? I kind of starting to think they have a sleep disorder. <laughs> why are they going to bed before nine every night? <laughs> I mean, I think they want to present him as like, he's like very uh, business and all he cares about is his job or whatever. But then we like never really see him doing anything that he cares about because we stopped seeing him in his job. Yeah, Um, that could be it. Maybe they're like trying to make him not problematic and in doing so they kind of water him down some. I'm guessing. Yes, he's watered down. (sighs) I just, yeah. It's kind of a disappointment for Micah. Right. He could live a little. Yeah. I think I thought after the episode with Max, where Max was like sort of mm. giving Micah permission to like have fun, even though you want to start a family and stuff. Um, I thought we would see a little bit more fun Micah, but no, just naps and <laughs> no. not fun. He's like, uh, yes, I get to be an old dad. <laughs> and he hasn't even had a child yet. <laughs> Um, why are they acting like Dre is like a huge love of Sophie's past? Are we supposed to be reading between the lines that 
Sophie actually fell for Dre and she's lying about it just being a one night stand. I kind of think it was more than a one night stand because she was a little vague about it. Um, so I don't know. And then maybe too, like Sophie's just drawn to her stardom or something like that. That could be a thing too. Mm-hmm. What well, do you think? Do you think it was a, a long fling? I think we're supposed to believe that <laughs> Sophie is really into Dre. And I, I think also part of it is that I think they're introducing Dre as a new fun character and they're showing like, oh, Drain's a little bit of a Shane where everybody thinks mm-hmm. Dre is hot and everybody is kind of drawn to Dre and Dre can't even help it. You know, like Dre almost like accidentally flirts with Sophie at the club. Um, I agree. I, Shane can't be Shane in forever. <laughs> <laughs> can't be yeah, like Shane a break. Shane's not even in this episode. <laughs> They're going to bring the show back, and Shane's like eighty, still <laughs> on the show. Like we can't, it can't go on forever. <laughs> I think that some people do see Shane that way, and it, and they yeah. want Shane to keep just being in the nursing home, just playing all the yeah. little you know Bettys there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I do believe they wanted to give the audience what they wanted a little bit with the Shane moves, but uh, but they've got to find a new Shane. They're testing out. <laughs> Dre, I, I kind of like that Sophie seemed like hooked on Dre because I really like Danny. So I was like, oh, how they came from September. You know? Yes. Was that karma? How That's how I felt about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that they were trying to show that, like, look, you had Danny, you had an affair behind Danny's back, and you were going to marry Danny, even though you were having this affair. And now, look, you want this person that you both like, and look, this person wants Danny. You should have, you know, maybe there was some undervaluing of Danny going on. Mm-hmm. Finally, Danny got some love. I also, <laughs> <laughs> like, Danny just couldn't catch a break for a while. <laughs> And it seems like the most, like, have-it-together, grounded, nice person, which I guess makes sense. She's like the Charlie Brown of the show, right? You know? Yes. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed that. I was like, all right, Danny, Danny has, has, has a win for once. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Alice has invited Tom back into her life. Uh, this is something I was... Could not have been more wrong about. Uh, oh. Let me just... Uh, I'm admitting it, listeners, for like weeks now I've been saying they're going to get Tom and Alice back together. And no, actually, he seems really to just be a conduit for the transition back to Tasha. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, what do you think of Tom and Alice, Amy, first of all? I really like Tom and Alice. I just feel like that actor's so likable and but I I see how like the show wouldn't want to pair her with him because like he's a man. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? There's been a lot of debate the last couple weeks, like, you know, you're you are a uh bisexual person. Do you think it's is it is it wrong for like the fans of the show to just want Alice to end up with a woman? Um or for you, is it more about like, I don't care. I just want it to be a strong couple. Yeah, I like Alice a lot. So I want her to have someone decent. So I felt like Tom was like the best option so far. But I get 
as a bi person, I get like, you know, being like, all right, I'm not going to date men again. <laughs> Learn that lesson. <laughs> like, yeah, they're fun, but no. <laughs> But, but she, Alice has been treated the best by a man. It seems that's like. what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, and everyone's different. Like, I like Alice. I don't know. She's kind of a little more feminine than me. So, like, she might pair better with a man. I find that a lot of men think it's cool you're by, and then you beat them at sports. They're real upset about <laughs> it. <laughs> you know? Like, they're like, "It's hot. You're a strong lady," and then suddenly. <laughs> Not it does so not hot. balance well. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just picturing you like feeling. whooping some dude's ass in tennis or something. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I get it. Like I always say, like, oh, when I was like dating, I'd be like, I didn't date many women. I'd be like, that seems like a lot of work. And then I got married and I was like, this is way more work. <laughs> so like I totally get being like, yeah, no, but in Alice's case. There, you know, there are those dudes out there that are really cool and chill and confident of themselves. And like, he seems like that rare super catch. So yeah, I'm going to be kind of bummed if they don't end up together. I, I still, I'm still holding out hope. We'll see. Really? Even though he's having a kid with somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> you think they might? No, they're not going to have him leave his newly pregnant girlfriend for Alice. <laughs> After she dumped him in front of the Eiffel Tower? Yeah, yeah, that was bogus. I'm, I, he probably won't be interested in her, which is fair. I <laughs> I was curious about, uh, we'll see about, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on her name. I want to call her Chasing Amy. The oh, movie. Yes, I'm curious if she'll come back. We'll see. Uh, or if that was just so. a, a drop-in. Probably a drop-in, yeah. Do, so yeah, you liked Taylor and Alice? Ah, uh, I think I just was like happy they brought in a uh, nostalgic like first buy movie actor ever. <laughs> so yeah, they didn't really seem to have that crazy chemistry. Oh, but, is Joey Lauren Adams? She's by. I'm not sure if she is, but the film Chasing Amy was like one of the first films that had like a buy person in it. I thought she was a lesbian uh, in that movie. Am I? I've, I honestly have not fully seen that movie. You know, I have to rewatch it because I haven't seen it since high school. But I think she's buying it, oh. and but see, I think it was a time period where, which I think this happens to a lot of bi people, where you think you have to be gay or straight, and you don't really realize that bi is an option. So I kind of took that film as that's what her character was dealing with. But I haven't seen it in years, so I, I don't know. I need I to just to like watch, watch it, it again, from top to bottom. Yeah, because I've never. We should it. watch it and. Oh, we thoughts. could have a double date, a little movie night. Yeah, with the cats. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I love that Alice gets the cat because I feel like they're just like you know what she's gonna be this queer cat lady. <laughs> 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 That's her life. They're just going full in on that queer lady stereotype. <laughs> yep, yep, and I'm for it as a as a lady with two cats. <laughs> You know what? Uh, I am also a cat-owning lady, and yes, I loved it, too. There's been a severe lack of cats in the first three seasons. Yes, so right? In general. Why are all yeah. the cats, Elward? Come on. Come on. <laughs> they're finally they're finally getting us a, a very, very cute kitty. I don't mm. know how in the world nobody noticed an adorable kitty locked in a vent for however right. long it's been in there. Like, it seems like it might have been in there for weeks, the way Alice was talking. How did it eat? <laughs> 
<laughs> I oh, like well. that he said that it was a, if it was a talking rat, he'd like to see it. Cause I know. Yeah, that's only an argument me and my so girlfriend would have. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we don't want to see it. I got to see this. <laughs> Wait, is your um, SO deathly afraid of rats as well? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, so is Ro. <laughs> that's so funny they have that in common. Like, Ro mm-hmm. is debilitated. Like, she cannot oh. walk in the alley at night she has trouble like taking our dog on walks at night it's like a debilitating fear but it is chicago we we have some yeah. giant <laughs> yeah i was like maybe we should watch willard and i was like maybe that's a bad idea <laughs> wait what, <laughs> what is there a lot of rats in willard yeah that's like the whole movie is uh oh he basically becomes like the rat king but he's a human it's crazy Oh my god let's tell her it'll be a cute movie about cats and then just play that movie <laughs> be disturbed. i feel like it like in the beginning it's creepy and then like you get over your fear of rats when you watch it it's like oh. it's like it's like some kind of ther- like shock therapy submersive therapy, yeah. really therapy. Be nice. <laughs> she'll be scarred for life yeah he'll either work or end up horribly yeah oh well i'll risk it <laughs> Uh, back at Carrie's, um, for some reason, Finn has really decided that like cooking a, a successful lasagna is 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 her mountain she has to climb. But like mm-hmm. burning food is kind of her thing. Um, y- you know, uh, I'm I'm kind of wondering, Amy, wh- who's watching Dana's? Who's watching the bar? Like Tess and Shane are off in <laughs> Vegas for the funeral. Is Dana's just closed? Uh, do they have like Good. a sign on the front door that says like closed due to cheating affair scandal? <laughs> we had to pull the fire alarm again. <laughs> uh, uh, I hope that is what the sign said. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's just go on. You let's understand. On. Closed due to drama. <laughs> Everybody like uh, walking up to who would patron that bar, they're probably like, yeah, mm-hmm, I do mm-hmm. understand. Yeah. This makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Carrie asks Finn, may I approach and, and hugs her? I was like, oh, I want Carrie to hug me. Right. That was very sweet. It was like her kind of lawyer thing, may I approach, but also, oh, yeah. you know, very, uh, I don't know, like consensual hugging. Wouldn't say I would normally enjoy that, but it was good. <laughs> Wait, you're not a hugger. In a TV Amy? show? No, I mean in a TV show. It oh, sounds okay. boring, but they did it well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a nice <laughs> hugging scene. Amy, do you know what the kids are doing these days? The kids. Apparently, they're <laughs> cooking, according to Tom. They're just like sauteing oh, and broiling and roasting. I thought that was a funny line. That would explain Finley, I guess, trying to cook that lasagna. That's what the kids are doing. They're just cooking. They're oh, cooking. those two are probably related. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's like a TikTok thing, I'm guessing. Like, uh, I mm. noticed that Frito Pies have become big outside of Texas. Yep. And then someone said TikTok, and I was like, oh, of course. It's all oh. because of TikTok. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The kids are cooking. I mean, that's better than stealing Kias, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anything to get them to stop stealing. Um, Dre arrives to the big Fletcher event. What did you think of Dre's outfit? I was really into that button up. Oh. Dre's wearing that colorful. I thought that was pretty Yeah. Awesome. 
I thought it was all right. I don't know. I'm more of a jacket gal when I perform, but uh, um, let's see, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking of outfits, but so did you like Fletcher's outfit, the blue with the blue blazer? Yeah, I like Fletcher's outfit. That was pretty cool. But you're not you super it. hot on it. I feel like you're like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I wasn't blown away by it. Were you, what did you think I wasn't Fletcher's... paying that much attention. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Me I was kind of more. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I was like hooked in the. I thought something crazy was going to happen during the performance for some reason. I mean, well, they we were supposed to think Sophie falling into the pool was the big crazy thing. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. doesn't really that just, have that effect. That was cringy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that her sister was just like, ah, I don't even know her. <laughs> her sister is <laughs> so over it. Her sister's like, I could have had Danny as an in-law, and I'm falling in a pool. <laughs> I don't think I, I would have stopped it. performing if I was Fletcher. I would have just kept going. No. I would have been like, oh, this is getting started. <laughs> right. I, she would have like hit her head or something. But, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess it was sort of an intimate show, though. It wasn't like a large like rock venue but still right you think you'd just be like woo party started and then people start <laughs> jumping in you know yeah. like that'd be a cool moment performing exactly <laughs> that's what we would do as stand-ups we'd be like all I right everybody in yeah. the pool right we'll get it i feel like fletcher like enjoyed the awkwardness of it that's what i think fletcher stopped it to be extra awkward because then later fletcher they were like oh well a little messy Mm-hmm. interesting or whatever you know so Are you, do you follow Fletcher in real life are you a Fletcher fan I I just started hearing Fletcher recently so I don't really know much about Fletcher yeah I'm, she's like I'm out of the loop she date this like super popular youtuber Shannon Beveridge oh and so and they did a music video together and she wrote a song about it and it, that was like when I was introduced to Fletcher um because of all that YouTuber drama. YouTube, I like yeah. her, though. I like her music. It's, like, pretty good. Yeah, it sounded pretty good. I'm not usually a big pop person, so the fact that I didn't hate it means I feel like it's good quality. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you listening to, Amy, when you're just, like, longboarding? I'm an old punk, you know? <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I almost was going to say, I bet you listen to punk. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I listen to a lot of stuff. Hip-hop, ska, right? I mean, I listen to pretty much everything. but. And not a super super pop fan, yeah. but I, I listen to some pop. But I'm yeah, Fletcher pop. Be like bubble gummy, um, like pretty. But but still, it's still good. Like you said, it's it's pretty good for pop. Um, okay, what do you think of the bowling sequence? We get a couple of different bowling sequences. And yeah, a little their- bit of a uh, little bit of pandering. <laughs> the uh, what was the name of the Britney? Uh, Oh, I, uh, Brittany, uh, spares. <laughs> yeah. Brittany spares. I can't believe it's not gutter that I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Apparently that was on another TV show like a few years ago. So people were saying this is not like an original thing. Oh, still funny. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The gutter part or the Brittany spares. Just the name of the team being, I can't believe it's not gutter. I guess that, that's mm. been like a reference in some other TV show. I can't remember who, what show it was, but. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. And see, I knew it was some kind of pandering, plagiarism, <laughs> <laughs> something. 
Well, it worked for me. Actually, I wanted more bowling. Like I wanted more jokes and I wanted a little bit more shots of them just having fun. Because it was a little bit serious. I like that they both had the like bowling wrist guard thingy. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is gay as hell. Protect the wrist. (laughs) Yeah, is there a lesbian or like a lady love and lady bowling league here that we can join? That like made me want to bowl. Yeah, I don't know of one. There should be if there isn't. We can start one. Why there wouldn't be, right? I always want a shuffleboard. Oh, uh, you know what? Ro loves shuffleboarding. We'll have to go do some shuffleboarding. Yeah, yeah. But Um, uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed that scene a lot. I thought it was, I thought it was like, it was interesting. I don't know that like, I don't know why I'm stumbling on my words, but. I was like at first felt really bad for Carrie when, you know, there's no interest. Mm-hmm. I was like, Carrie's sweet. What? Come on. Like, what are you talking about? And then Dina was like, not her type. Hello. But like, as a bi person, like, and whatever it went over my head at first, that they're both more masculine. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, oh. And so then I, so then I'm pretty excited that, that they're moving past it. Yeah, I think that, like, this is something that even I, in my own relationship, sometimes, like, if Ro and I are dressing up to go somewhere, we will think we need to dress like a heteronormative couple, and one of us Mm. needs to be more femme and the other more masculine. And, you know, mask for mask love does exist. It is out there. Mm -hmm. There are butches who date and, you know, marry and fall in love with other butches. Um, But I think it's interesting that they address this because it is a little bit of a hang up, I think, for some butch lesbians like, oh, and I do think part of it is like the societal expectation that you be a femme presenting and a male presenting if you're in a couple. So, Mm -hmm. yep. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like that's definitely a thing. Like, even like, I feel like even like my dad lately will be like, like over the holidays, we got like a cooking gift and my dad immediately handed it. (laughs) <laughs> to my girlfriend and was like and I was like I cook too and he was like oh do you you know like, he's like you're the man she's the woman yeah. right yeah 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 my dad's always, now he's like trying to give me like ladies advice he's like when you travel for business <laughs> like, never say how much fun you had <laughs> like, now he thinks yeah it's like you know <laughs> oh man that's awesome. Like I'm the dude, and uh, I mean, typically he's right. <laughs> <laughs> but not always. Like I right? Cook. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I yeah, actually no, I get it. It's cool to address it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I've had you somebody too, right. Who the man was, and they were like, "Well, you have long hair, so it can't be you, but you seem like the man." <laughs> I've had somebody ask, that. And I'm just like, I don't to answer this." That um, trips up straight people. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it. Never cut your hair just to confuse straight yeah, people. Yeah, <laughs> right. Just freak them out. They don't know what's going on. So let's talk a little bit about. Angie and her teacher or professor or whatever his title is. Um, I gotta be honest, I have not given a single fuck about this plot line from minute one. Oh. I, what, what are your thoughts? I went to my classic thing I do with a lot of American TV where I said, is this is this supposed to be cute or creepy? <laughs> <laughs> they think it's awesome. cute, right? <laughs> 
because I don't, I don't think it was creepy when they first hooked up. I think it was creepy when they first class. But then the more I thought about it, when they continued to date, it's like she's not a student; she's a freshman. I feel like there's a huge difference between a freshman and just even like a sophomore. Yeah, freshman's almost like a high school kid. Like it's their first time away from home. Like they're, and then I'm thinking like, okay, he's probably like maybe a master's degree student. He's not that old. But I'm mm-hmm. like, he's got to be at least probably like 24, I'm guessing. And she's probably 18 and it's legal. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like, yeah, this, I, I was glad that it was kind of coming to an end because I, I didn't find it cute <laughs> at all. Yeah. I, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I thought they were going to have this go to a place where like, Bet comes home and can't, you know, is like, I can't believe, you know, and like goes back oh. to angry Bet and like we get some sort of dramatic scene out of it. Um, but really, fun. instead, it just kind of fizzled out with him being like, oh, I am your teacher. Now, some people online thought that he really just used her for sex. And then once he realized that he had gotten what he wanted and that he, was maybe risking his future that he sort of tossed her away. What do you think of that as, as like, Oh yeah. As soon as the CAA agent showed up, he's like, Oh, <laughs> like mm-hmm. completely. Um, but not Danny. Danny is not. CAA. We don't know what she's doing <laughs> with. <laughs> not yet. How she got licensed suddenly. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I kind of felt that way. Yeah. I, I think he just, like you said, was like, oh, it's not worth the risk. And uh, yeah, I mean. He also says, I'm falling in love with you. Yeah. But that also I find creepy when men are like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like men do this all the time where they're like, I'm in love with you. And they like barely know you. And you're like, <laughs> like that's not. <laughs> You got to get figure out what feelings are, buddy. You know, that's <laughs> lost. <laughs> like, I just feel like, I don't know. Like, they don't seem like they've been dating that long. I mean, I know some people do fall quick, but to I me, mean, it seems like they barely know each other. I, I don't know. I, it's kind of what us, what, what uh, our people are known for, us sapphics. It's falling <laughs> hard, but. Uh, not me. I am not about it. Slow it down, kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back at the Fletcher album release party, <laughs> Sophie enters looking very classic in a green uh, evening gown. Now, I saw mixed reviews on Sophie's look. Mm. Some people were saying this was unrealistic for her character to suddenly go this femme. What did you think? She brought back that ayahuasca hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Oh, I hadn't even connected mm-hmm. the two. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Yep, the it's all the ayahuasca. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think they were trying to make her look more femme. Maybe that, like, somehow they were able to tell that that scene that people liked the way she looked in it in the ayahuasca episode. I don't know. I don't know how much they're pandering fans, but yeah, I yeah, it's not really it's not really my look. But you know, she's trying to live out her uh, her tripping days. True, I guess. <laughs> Um, I feel like I, from time to time, I will go femme. And like, this is years ago. One time I posted a picture on, I think my Twitter or something, and it, it was me in a dress. And I got like roasted in the comments. They were like, oh, Amanda, that ain't your look. Like, 
people were like thrown off. So I felt like, oh, I didn't do a double take at all. I was just like, oh, she wanted Ooh. to make, make herself look hot. And I was like, and it worked. I thought she looked hot. So see, I, I looked at it differently. I, I think the femme look makes sense for her. And, and I agree. I've had that happen to me too, where I've like worn a dress and people were like, oh, you're wearing a dress. <laughs> you know, and then it makes you like not want to wear one again. You're like, huh. uh-huh. um, but no, for me, it wasn't so much how femme she was. It was how like straight her hair was and blondish. Yeah. So I kind of, I don't know. I'm just not into the whole, like, I, I don't know. I people do whatever they want. So I, I really have no opinion, but I don't know. I guess I'm more of a fan of like, more natural hair just that's a good point they they may be a little i don't know if like whitewashed is the right word but that's why yeah that's why i felt a little weird about it because i know like some people feel pressure to kind of straighten their hair and how much products they can like Mm -hmm. i had a friend who almost went bald from straightening her hair so much like and she felt like pressure i think to have it straight from like her job and that so like i just yeah i guess i but but also people do whatever they want you know like they want it's no, but that's like a good point. Say, so I think we have to be careful about like, f- especially from my standpoint of like, oh, let me just praise the crap out of Sophie because she like straightened her hair and like wore the conventionally attractive dress. Like, you know, let me just put this out there. Sophie just as hot with her curly hair in that uh, black leather leather jacket from I think episode three. Ooh. I don't know. Anyways, um, Sophie's just hot to me, but that that's a good point that like, uh, let's, let's be careful that we're not just going gaga over, you know, um, you know, a black woman straightening her hair. Yeah. Like Marilyn Monroe it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought though, like I could see her femming it up more like presenting and I think that would be fun for her. I think she would enjoy that as a character. She's ready to go out and have a good time and change it up. Well, because I've never seen Sophie as like even androgynous, certainly not a butch. So, um, you know, you know, maybe a power top something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I always thought she presented more masculine than her. they made her personality seem. But I was like, but some people are like that. I know people like that. So I was like, that's cool. But if she's feeling like she wants to present more femme and she felt pressure not to which i think is a thing too i know like there's like some really femme you know lesbians are like they feel like oh they have to be a little more queer looking Mm -hmm. or something so maybe she will like address something like that i don't know that would be kind of cool at the bar, Micah runs into someone who is like his twin and (laughs) it's too perfect he runs to maribel and tells her we have found the perfect sperm donor. Everything's going to be glorious. What did you take uh, from this storyline here? I thought it was creepy. <laughs> I mean, I was happy for them to get it, to find like a donor, but I was like, Micah and Michael, it's like Wario and like Mario. <laughs> like, Waluigi. <laughs> One of them's evil. No. <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, yeah. it was kind of cute, but kind of weird. <laughs> no, I so. was horrified, to be honest, just because <laughs> I feel like for queer people who find themselves in need of sperm, or even if you're in a man-loving man relationship and you you need a, mm-hmm. a donor or a um, an egg donor or a, um, oh my God, I'm losing my mind. What is it called if you Surrogate? carry? 
a surrogate. Thank you. Thank you. I do feel like this sets queers up for failure because like this would never happen. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> you don't find your perfect twin. And then five seconds later, you're like, you want to be my sister? Oh, yes. Perfect. I would be honored. Like I, this is not <laughs> something that happens. I feel yeah. Like. Yeah. I feel like Michael wasn't even weirded out at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. You don't, you don't know this guy. You don't know what he's doing. Like maybe he's your twin as far as what they ordered the same drink and mm -hmm. uh, what did they say? They said some weird sentence at the end, the same sentence. Uh, yeah, they said like a line at the same I time. Was remember. it like a cliche? Yeah, there was a couple. It yeah, was like there was like about a how you can never have enough ice. It wasn't that, but it was like something really <laughs> cliche. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, maybe your twin's on that, but maybe do a, a little bit of a background check on this guy. <laughs> I'm very pro background checks on yeah. men. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh better safe than sorry. Um I did yeah. love when Maribel was like a uh, top chef kind of perfect, because someone who's been on Top Chef is also my ideal sperm donor. Oh. So. <laughs> uh. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Top chef perfect. I, I probably I didn't even notice that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a big top chef fan. So Ooh. Yeah, someone who can cook, definitely a good trait to have. Yeah. But. You want to be able to have your child cook for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the point of children? Yes, yes. <laughs> have them do chores for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, back at the bowling alley, this is where we learn Misty says, oh, I'm not into Carrie. What did you think of Finn basically ignoring Carrie's wishes, going ahead in front of Carrie? Carrie's bowling like five feet away. And, and, <laughs> and Finley's just like, oh, you know, Carrie's really into you. How do you feel about, you know? Um, and it initially backfires. And, but then it ends up being like kind of rewarding Finley's behavior when Misty comes back and says like, actually, I am into you. What do you think of this whole thing? I was like just starting to like Finley. <laughs> and then uh and then I was like classic Finley. <laughs> but it, I kind of liked it cuz it it kind of stayed true to that Finley's growing but then, you know, two steps forward, one step back. <laughs> she she got a backslide and went listen to anyone and caused a bigger mess again. And so I was I was happy for Carrie that she came back and Relief for Finley, because Finley, I do believe, is trying, although I don't know why she can't listen. But uh, but yeah, I, I feel like she is trying to actually kind of grow. So so I, I was happy the way it all worked out, even though in the beginning I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I think for <laughs> me, I wonder if they're trying to show that Finley continuously avoids dealing with her own problems and instead distracts herself with other people's problems. Oh. Uh, yeah, that is a classic thing. I mean, there's always those people who are like always giving advice, and their life is a mess. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yep. you Gotta you handle your own life. What are you telling me what to do here? <laughs> right. It's always the people who have been divorced like eight times, like telling you what to do in your relationship. Um, yeah. Finley, I'm the same as you. I was like starting to be into Finley again, although they really fast forwarded through like what Finley did to become this better person. Um, right. <laughs> but maybe they're showing that she didn't really become this better person. She just stopped drinking successfully. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes time. 
I guess, you know, she just got sober. So, but yeah, she doesn't seem very self-aware. So she needs some kind of, I don't know if she's going to therapy, but she God, should. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> right. She should. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. After a few drunken selfies, Sophie finds the hot girl in the red dress that she kind of bumped into at the beginning of the night. We will later learn this is the wife of the perfect sperm donor. Micah and Maribel have mm-hmm. eyed. Um, yeah, that lady in the red dress looked familiar. But then when I looked up the actor, I couldn't see anything that I would recognize mm-hmm. them from. So I was just like mesmerized by a hot lady in a red dress. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, lady in a red dress, seen it. Yep. <laughs> I know her. <laughs> Yeah, that I felt like I was like, oh, of course. I kind of actually enjoyed that because it was just kind of silly Sophie shenanigans, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, of course, but it actually I don't think was her fault, right? Like they didn't really say they were married or anything. So, I mean, one of the things that got me full on, fully on board with single Sophie is I don't think anything has been her fault. I mean, she did. She was like pretty mm-hmm. uncaring in her breakup with Finn, but like. Even Sophie pursuing Dre, like Danny indicated that Danny was not going to pursue Dre. And so is it that bad that Sophie pursues Dre? And yeah, so Sophie doesn't know that Lady in the Red, who was for sure hitting on her, in my opinion, like Sophie doesn't know that that lady's married. So not her Oh, yeah, that lady came on strong. (laughs) When she walked Mm -hmm. in, that lady was like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) like. Yeah, it's like a shark in the water. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so Um, not surprising. We get Fletcher's performance. Okay, I was wondering this: who would you like for them to? I really enjoyed that they brought back like queer musicians because they did that all the time in the OG show, Um, and I felt like I loved that they did this for season three. Who would you like if we get a season four to see perform on the show next season? Ooh, I've got to think what kind of budget's realistic. <laughs> I know, because I was like, Janelle Monet, Janelle Monet. And I was like, oh, they oh. cannot afford Janelle Monet. Like, they can't afford that. That's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Haley, I know. I- oh, that's yours? I yeah. I think they could. I bet they her. could. I was thinking like Courtney Barrett, but that's way too, way too high budget. But Who? I don't know. She's Australian, so maybe. Oh. Courtney, say her last name again. Uh, Courtney, she sings like, um, she was at uh, the Taste of Chicago before the pandemic. Uh, So she does come to the States. She, I think maybe she'd be familiar with her. Oh, well, she's Australian. She's like an indie rocker. Oh, okay. She's done like a Tiny Desk concert. Like, that's the kind of. That's pretty big. If you've done tiny, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think she's probably too big. I don't know. And then I know people that are like way too small. I would recommend like local people. I would love to mm. see, but I yeah, I don't know if anyone would care because they're like not that famous yet. But I don't um, know. Some of them, some of them are kind of. I feel like King Razi would kill it. I don't know if you're familiar with King Razi. I know King um, Princess, but not King Razi. Ah, uh, King Razi is like a, a local uh, singer oh, okay. here in Chicago. Yeah, who I think would be extremely like easy to get. That's not so nice, easy to get, but like they're not famous. We're definitely paying right. dollars. 
but I feel like they would like people would be really into them. I think that would be kind of cool to use. I always want to like. I always fantasize of having like a TV show where you can like play really great indie artists in the show and like use that music. So it'd be like affordable and then also build up those artists and like advertise for them. So like, I think that'd be really cool if they brought up like upcoming artists too, like That's more a indie artists. Point. Like rather than use these artists to bring more attention to the show, I mean, they could still do that. But also like, I love that idea. And I feel like a lot of the times when they brought bands or singers on in the OG I didn't know who they were that made me go look them up and so that's a good point yep maybe like you said a little bit of both like somebody big and then another episode like someone smaller you know Mm -hmm. something like that and because there are people that are always like looking for new music you know so yeah like you said people would probably look them up and be into it yeah they should totally do that if we get a fourth season who knows yeah um Let's see. Uh, we get back to Alice and Tom. Like I said, uh, we kind of already talked about Alice and Tom, but what are your thoughts on if they do bring back Tasha? What would you think about Alice getting back with Tasha? Hmm. I don't know. There'd have to be some kind of big redemption or some kind of, I don't know. I hold a grudge. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, they weren't very good in the OG. Why would they try it again? And I think it's just because Rose Rollins is hot and like Rose Mm. Rollins and Leisha Haley together are hot. And so people just like hot couples. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They're always going for the hot factor. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. You think they're going to do it? I do. I do. Because like, Mm -hmm. why else would they tease it? Tease us with this. this (laughs) Like, isn't it so random when Tom is like, Tasha, that's who we want to talk about. Like, why would some random ex-boyfriend who thinks he's back for a book deal, why would he be like, I think that they're going to bring her back? Yeah, no, for sure. But will they actually get together, you think? You're saying yes? Maybe. uh, Maybe that's just what I want. Now that Mm -hmm. they've, like, given her Piddle's sequel or whatever she's going to name the cat... Maybe they'll have her end up alone. I don't know. That's what I'm kind of thinking, that they might have her kind of be like, well, you have this great career and friends and all the success. Like, maybe you can't have it all. And maybe, you know, it's fine being alone. And then she'll either stay alone or sometimes I feel like when people stop looking, that's when they find someone. I mean, that's how it is in real life, isn't it? Yeah. It's a Mm -hmm. cliche, but it's true. It's true been true for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like it's multiple reasons. Like, you have to be comfortable with yourself. And, yeah, you like that whole, like, you complete me. Like, nah, you need to be a whole person on your own. (laughs) And then together you make a great thing, (laughs) you know? Like, yeah, yeah, I think that whole you complete, like, my other half is like, oh, that's not good. (laughs) You're half a person? Yeah, no. Like, it's better if you can. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm wondering if they'll make her accept being alone and that she'll find someone or if she will just, like, be alone. Because there are people that, like, stay single that are, like, badass and enjoy themselves. <laughs> there are single people who are single for more than an episode. Not on this show, <laughs> but, 
Yeah, now right. that you say that, I think you may be right. And because I'm also thinking, are they going to want to have to bring Rose Rollins back for a potential fourth season? It's going to be so much easier if they bring her in for the cameo, give the people, the fans like yep. me who want, you know, give us, give me my Tasha mm-hmm. fix. And then they could have Alice do whatever in season four. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking makes the most sense. So, yeah, I'm actually. Especially if they don't have that much chemistry other than like looks. <laughs> what, what are they gonna do with them? Is there? But that's a lot of like looks is a lot. Amy. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they'll just keep boning. Duh. Maybe they'll be uh, like a casual relationship. <laughs> Maybe a hookup. Yeah, <sighs> just like a should just have this hookup buddy forever. <laughs> yes, that, that would be weird. The, that probably uh, wouldn't happen. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, as the Fletcher party is starting to wind down, we get a like pretty cute scene for me in my opinion with drunk sophie and danny and for weeks i've been like really harping on how unbelievable Mm. this like reuniting of their friendship is but i do think it was necessary to the stability of the show and if i just suspend disbelief and just accept that like danny and sophie are now besties again i do enjoy like these types of scenes you know yeah i i found it unbelievable too when they're just like hanging out at the old apartment but I do think there are people that are friends with their exes. I I think in their case, it would just probably be like, it would take longer for them to reconcile <laughs> and be friends, right? Like, I don't know how much time's passed here, but... Yeah. How long do you need if it was the day of your wedding, you found out your soon-to-be wife was having an affair with a mutual friend? How? What do you need? Like, two years? Three years? Yeah, the fact that it was public, I feel like, ooh, I don't know. Now I might be saying it's not believable at all. Right. I don't know. It's like kind of embarrassing if you're Danny. They have so many common friends, though, I think is part of the issue. Like when I got divorced, I it was, I mean, there's a lot of people I want to stay friends with, but I wasn't as tight. You know, when you're that intertwined with similar friends, maybe it's harder to avoid each other. That's how we'll believe it, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, yeah. If it if it weren't for the, the public part, I, I would maybe believe it reconciling quicker. But yeah. what did you think of the scene where Sophie's drunk and Danny's like taking care of her, and they're like kind of laughing together? I mean, even in friendship, <laughs> Danny's got to pull all the weight. Yes, <laughs> <No>. yes. <laughs> but I don't know. I think Danny kind of was like laughing it off, like that. Ah. Sophie. I feel like maybe she was kind of like, I dodged the bullet. <laughs> yeah, in the end, I got the better deal. Right? Like, that was embarrassing, but uh, I can laugh this off But now. But if we were married, this would be annoying. <laughs> so yeah. I got out good. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was nice, you know. I thought um, Rosani Zayas like nailed that like drunk at 2 a.m. Like it's not easy in my opinion to be drunk as an actor. A lot of times people like just don't get it right. It's like too over the top. Um, yeah. But I was like really, I was like, yep, I've been her and I've been the Danny where you're like, okay, just, just get in the cab. Okay. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been the drunk one that is also the Danny. <laughs> <laughs> That's a doozy when you got to be the Danny and you're also Sophie. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's, I've been in that position many times. <laughs> oh, so, Amy, um, question. Yeah, do you play Wordle? I do not, but my girlfriend 
plays it religiously. Does it ruin her self-esteem? Oh. Like how Carrie says? She's got just got some <laughs> funny lines. She's like, I have to stop playing Wordle. It's just killing my self-esteem. I'm sure it would kill mine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? Um, I don't even know what it is. Is it like Scrabble? It kind of. You have to like, it's like Wheel of, it's like adult. Well, not adult. It's like Wheel of Fortune, but like uh, not. I, I don't know. I... I got too bored when I was listening to the rules. <laughs> <I don't really. laughs> um, yeah, it would kill my my self esteem, but I am ADHD and borderline dyslexic, so <laughs> not okay. my cup of tea. <laughs> got it. But no, yeah, I saw her. I like elbowed her, and then uh, I saw her text later when we were watching the show that she her goal was to have 365 days of Wordle wins. And uh, she had two down and 360 This is your, this is your girlfriend? Yeah. And I was like, that sounds awful. <laughs> like, so what I a New Year's resolution to have 365 <laughs> Right? <laughs> I know. I was like, who are you? No. <laughs> but I think it's pretty addictive. Yeah. I don't think people can get off of it. Okay, I'm gonna have I've to check this Wordle out. See what yeah. all the hoopla's about. I um, highly don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. no, maybe no, I no. won't. Check it out; you might like it. <laughs> um, were you a little thrown off when they cut to the Micah and Maribel sex scene while Sophie's like listening to them, or were you like, "Oh, this is this is normal for this show"? You know, they show lots of sex scenes. Uh, I was like, okay, cool. They're showing <laughs> some sex scenes here. Uh, not that way, but like, I like that they're showing a variety of, of character sex lives, but uh, like representation. I was like, all right. But, uh, but then, yeah, Sophie was like, hey! <laughs> it felt very like, like you're in the dorm or like college. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that when you do have a lot of roommates, I guess that. I mean, they live together. They don't really have anywhere else to go. Yeah, yeah. So, I yeah, I didn't find that. I found believable. <laughs> right. But yeah, it, it kind of switched it over a little. It was strangely. so random to me in the montage yeah. of the scenes they showed. I was I wasn't expecting. It. I was like, ah, I'm used to it being the like, very first scene. <laughs> I felt like they were trying to be comedic, but something with the edit went wrong. <laughs> Not the. Not to slam editors, editing is very difficult. But uh, yeah, I felt like Sophia's character, they were trying to make more comedic, which I am here for. I think that would be fun to kind of switch it up, have her get into more silly mm -hmm. situations. Like uh, the the girlfriend of the of the donor thing, I thought that was funny. Like I, yeah. I've had something like that happen before. So, not something like that, but similar. And it's kind of funny. <laughs> Wait, what? you got busted <laughs> with somebody's wife? No, no, not that extreme. It was like, I was at a party and it was like, you know, I had, I had a great set and uh, people were, you know, giving me drinks and this, this one chick kept bringing me all these fancy different craft beers, like, like really top shelf craft beers, you know, like those ones that are like $20 a bottle more. And I was just drinking them down. And then I was like, oh, she's flirting with me, isn't she? And then she literally was starting to try to give me a back massage and her boyfriend walked up oh. and he was like, he was like, 
that's where all my craft beer went because there was all these empty bottles. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Oh, Amy. Just and I shattering relationships left and right. He ended up being in, he was in the band that played on stage for the show I was in. And I kept running into him everywhere oh. the rest of the year. And he'd always be like, hello, Amy. <laughs> so I thought it was funny. I mean, nothing happened. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. But yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I think it's kind of funny when guys come up and are like, hey. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, but so I don't know. I think it'll be fun to have her. I I feel like she's going to be on her single adventure and she's going to be getting into some nonsense. So I'm I'm here for it. I think they could make it comedic. Do you I'm always wondering, like, do you think they have somebody punching up these scripts because it could use punching up? Ooh, they they could hire us. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> hello me and amy are just right here we're totally willing to punch up your script showtime clearly we can help you with this because <laughs> like they could up the comedy for sure yeah yeah i don't really think they are trying to punch it up much right i don't know maybe now they're i feel like now they're maybe starting to a little bit so they need it. or trying to i don't know yeah they lost their they minds as soon as Gigi, Bet, and Tina were gone, I would have been like, oh, we need to make this funny. We need like some laughs to distract. I do think it would be cool if Bet just came back, like you said, every once in a while and just was like, hell to the no. Because <laughs> like, they made her all like mellow and chill. And mm-hmm. it would just be fun if they just bring her back uh, checking on Angie constantly. That would be hilarious. Like, yeah. you could even make that comedic. I also enjoy how. Okay, do you feel like that Bet always looks like she's going to cry when there's no reason <laughs> to cry? Like, just randomly? I think, I, w- I believe that would be her very tightly wound anus. Like, just. <laughs> but like, sometimes she's just sitting there and she just looks like she's going to cry and nothing's wrong. And you're like, okay. I feel like Angie did that in a scene in this episode. And I was like, great job. Like, daughter, like, like mother, like daughter. Like, do you remember which scene it was? I'm trying to remember, but it wasn't a sad scene. It was like maybe when it was first going well with the boyfriend or something. Mm. And she looked like kind of happy, but then suddenly like she was going to cry, which is a total bet move. So mm-hmm. I was all about it. I don't know if that actor did that on purpose. Uh, but yeah, so I feel like it'd be great to just like you just bring her in real quick and get the old fiery bet in there a couple episodes. There's a lot of, like, little... I don't know, maybe she's filming something she really can't get away at all. Or, you know... Well, they're coming back for episodes 9 and 10. Both her and and Tina are. Laurel Holloman. But I think if there's a season 4, my understanding is that she's, like, left the show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's what they've got to figure out. The Dre character and... Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it's doable. But yeah, they maybe need to like punch it up a little bit. I guess the original wasn't really that comedic, but this show has a little bit more lightheartedness to it. So I feel like it wouldn't be weird to do. But we did. I okay. You're right. The original show was like crazy, right? You know, Jenny, everything so crazy. Proper. But mm-hmm. also, Jenny. Jenny was comedic, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Not intentionally. <laughs> 
writing. I'm thinking of all their Ooh. scenes in the coffee shop and like other scenes. Like they, there was more, I think, comedic camaraderie. Whereas like in yeah. Gen Q, the comedy is more about the funny lines. That's so, true. Alice can be like funny with friends in the coffee shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But Jenny, we need a new Jenny. <laughs> yeah. Oof. I don't know. A lot of the fans are raging right now listening to that. It's like Jenny is very controversial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some people Jenny don't want to even mention her, like Mar- Marsha Lewis Ryan hates oh. anything about the original show. But some people are like, justice for Jenny, you know? Oh. Yeah, I just mean so much in like a creative character that's just like out there, like a little bit in space. Uh, I, w- I would enjoy seeing that. Like, Jenny would just get, it just seemed like Jenny was like secretly dosing on acid all the time and we weren't aware of her, right? Like, Wait, that explains a lot. That, that's how right? I'm now going to think of Jenny. She was just secretly microdosing the whole time. And like sort of functioning so no one noticed. And everyone was like, what? Man. Uh, yes, Jenny. Um, they sort of dangle the a, a little bit of a storyline early in the first two seasons of Gen Q about Finn's family, like, but then nothing really ever came of it. And it's like, ah, they're in Missouri. Um, but now I think we are going to meet, I assume, Sarah Finley's mother. Um, uh, what do you what do you think about this? Her, she she sees her mom call her at the end of this episode. Yeah, I'm curious because. It, it seems like in the beginning she may sound like she's in touch with her family well, but I kind of have the feeling there's going to be some tension with her family, which will be interesting to see. I actually have a good friend from Missouri who talks about how conservative it is. So I, I kind of wonder if they're going to have this kind of like they have a relationship, but there's some tension there. And so I'm I'm thinking that's going to be a good storyline. because I don't really remember the original L word really touching on that kind of stuff much. Well, I mean, am I crazy? When does Jenny go back home? Is that to Missouri or something similar? Oh, was it? And that's when Jenny meets Max. Anyways, yeah, I'm excited about this storyline. I think that everybody was interested in the Finn's background and like Finn had some issues with like religion in season one. Maybe they'll pick that back up. Who knows? Uh, But I'm very intrigued by this storyline. I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, and I feel like if you're going to have a character go to rehab, they've got to have a reason, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, like, just, get into it. Yeah, like, why Why is she having such trouble? Like, what's going on? So I think maybe they're going to uncover that, and I think it maybe will be relatable for a lot of people, because I think she's going to have a relationship, but it's going to be complicated. So I'm about it. Yeah, same. What did you think of the Danny Dre, or as I've been calling them, Dranny? Uh, that's my ship name for them. What do you think of their skinny dipping scene? Oh, yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend was like, is this supposed to be romantic? <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like, isn't this a public pool? But I guess like, you know, it makes it hotter if it's a public pool. Yeah, I don't know. right. I feel like there was skinny dipping in the original. They were in that pool, mm-hmm. and I feel like it, it's kind of a maybe a classic outward yeah. move to have someone skinny dipping. So I found a little out of character for Danny, but I also was like, yeah, maybe Danny's gonna live a little too. So I was, I was there for it. What'd you mm-hmm. think? Same. I was. I was a little bit uh, okay. It was very much in the same vein of Danny 
getting rescued by Dre and then five seconds later, like falling into Dre's arms, making out like, <laughs> yeah. Um, is this believable? Oh, it doesn't matter. They're hot. They're in the pool. They're <laughs> naked. They're getting it on. Okay. I'm with it. You know, <laughs> it's uh, fine. If it's not believable, it's hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as long as it's hot, then I don't need to believe it. I can see it. Either got to be believable or hot. If it's both, the great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they have good chemistry. I think that Dre also has chem- good chemistry with Sophie. And so I thought that this was like the actor they chose to hire Dre, like was doing a good job of like showing like, oh, this is a little bit of a triangle. Like Dre has had chemistry with Sophie and for sure has chemistry with Danny. Do you think Dre is going to be the new Shane? Do you think Dre is not going to end up with anybody? No, because these writers don't give us anything that is like, that we can like hold on to like that. No, mm. I, I'm hoping Dre becomes like a new, almost a new permanent cast member since we're losing uh, Bet and right. Gigi. Um, mm. But I don't have any faith in the writers that they would do that with Dre. I think instead they're going to utilize Dre to try to replace that relationship with that Danny and Gigi had, even though there's like no way that it'll compare. Like, you don't think they're going to replace, like Shane's going to settle down. There's going to be a new Shane. That's what should happen. They should do that. But no, I don't think they're going to have, first of all, I don't think they're going to show Dre the sort of love that the original show gave Shane. Like I think Drake there almost as like more of a prop to serve Dan- the Danny and Sophie storyline. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will have Dre be the new Shane. Hmm. Yeah. It does seem like they're going to end up with somebody, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking I may, I'm just hopeful that it's Danny. I feel like power couple. That would be fun. The one thing that is in their favor for having Dre be a Shane character is that their their relationship is also professional in that Danny's managing Dre. Mm. So if if Dre and Danny don't work out romance-wise, then maybe Dre will be able to stick stick around in the friend group because uh, they yeah. continue to work together professionally. That's true. They could do both, honestly. They mm-hmm. could date a little while and then Dre is too wild. Dre is too much of a rock star. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? <laughs> a lot of fans want Danny now to end up with Roxy from a few episodes ago. Oh. What do you think of that? Ooh. Who would you rather have Danny end up with, Dre or Roxy? Ooh. Hmm. I was going to say Dre, but not, not a little torn. I don't know. I'm still going to say Dre. It's fun revenge. <laughs> yeah. Revenge. <laughs> How about yeah, you? you I feel like Roxy? we know Dre better than Roxy. Yeah, Roxy was like even more of a prop and less of a significant <laughs> character. So I like want to see characters that I know that I'm or I'm going to get to know and that are going to have like substantial mm-hmm. storylines. Um, but I was intrigued by Roxy. Like mm-hmm. it wouldn't bother me if they put Danny ended up putting Danny with Roxy. Do you think Danny will ever have to go testify in court? <laughs> She was like her dad's right hand man. She's what is not on the run? She's not in court. She's just kicking it. We have gotten absolutely at least with like the Tom marriage proposal in episode six. They dropped this like little breadcrumb. Oh yeah, in episode seven we learned. Oh yeah, she rejected Alice. Rejected Tom. We have gotten absolutely 
nothing on what happened right. with Danny and her dad yeah. and the whole like Danny ended last season in jail and just no mention, nothing. Yeah. Right. What do you think I in the writer's that. minds happened? Like she just made bail and refused to ever talk to her dad again? Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like even if she refused to talk to him, she was heavily involved in the company. Right? right. So yeah, like, she would be getting like having mediations and be, you know, having to talk mm-hmm. to lawyers. Yeah. Like, I don't know if maybe the writers thought like it wasn't sexy enough or something, but I mean, it wasn't really before. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking like it would be interesting to see if she would like testify against her dad or if she would try to do some kind of like plea the fifth or some kind of, I don't know. Like it'd be interesting to see her conflict because Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. There's just kind of like, well, that happened. Anywho's. You know, you mentioned like catering to the fans. I will say, I think in season, was it season two? They did a lot of plot lines that were like separate from lesbian relationship drama. And it was, you know, um, you know, I think in season one, Bet running for mayor totally worked. And then, oh, yeah. You know, she didn't work it. But in season two, the plot line with the art gallery and then the Danny's dad stuff, I don't think it did hit with fans. And I do mm. wonder if Marja Lewis Ryan, the showrunner, I wonder if she was like, this just isn't working. The fans don't like it. I'm just going to brush this aside and pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, because I feel like television show running is so different now that the internet, you instantly know what fans are into and what they're mad about pretty much so, and they only I mean, wrote half the season last year and then they started writing as the season was airing so you're totally right mm-hmm. like snakes on the plane that changed the game people don't talk <laughs> about that often <laughs> we know snakes on the plane they rewrote it based off some like people like fan fictioning about what they wanted uh samuel jackson to say and a lot of the I lines that hit were all from fans basically so yeah, I'm guessing, yeah, maybe they were bored by it. But I feel like at least, you know, like you said, like they mentioned the marriage proposal and moved on. Like, so, give us something. They're not giving us anything. They won't no, give us anything. Like, you could give her a hot lawyer or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're, you're like, there's a way to do this and cater to the fans who are just want to see yeah. hot ladies. Um, right. Speaking of things they dropped, another thing that they absolutely have not mentioned is Gigi just completely leaving everything she's just gone there's no Mm -hmm. she went from being a full-time character probably the most beloved new character on the show yeah and now no mention of her whatsoever of that of course a lot of the Gigi fans are really upset about that Mm -hmm. yeah I I like Gigi my girlfriend didn't like her I thought she was entertaining oh Um, I know your girlfriend doesn't like her I have talked to your girlfriend (laughs) and I've been like what what how is this i don't even know why yeah um Um, she has a lot of she's got uh, it's not she's not the first person who has qualms with Gigi's like aggressiveness towards danny yeah yeah it just turned me on i didn't i wasn't like bothered (laughs) i was like danny's grown (laughs) i guess because i don't know danny just seems so logical and like on top of it even though there's an age difference i was i don't know but yeah i thought they were gonna kill Gigi, and then i was like (laughs) this is terrible. They're just going to kill her in this car accident. And so then I was relieved they didn't. But then I was like, oh, I bet they are metaphorically killing her, though. 
Yes, they, they did. did kill her. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was like a metaphor. Literally. They were like, we're killing her, but that would piss you off a little too much. So we're just kidding, not killing her, but she's gone. <laughs> so, Maybe they wanted yeah. to kill her, but they knew that the online reaction would just be a bunch of bury your gaze hashtags and didn't want to have to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. So especially her being like on the phone and right before, like that was that right, was stressful. So, oh my god! Yeah. I, I have like PTSD from that scene where it was just like, bam! The truck like runs into her. I was like, ah! Yeah. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. So I was like, they can't kill her. It's too extreme. But yeah, and they have not explained where she went. Like, I they couldn't send her to, to like rehab or something since she got in the accident. Like, oh right, physical rehab, yeah. not alcohol rehab. I was like, <laughs> that was, oh, that would be random. But it's although she younger. was, or no, wait, no, she was the one drinking, was she? No, I don't uh, think they've ever showed her have any. No, no, no. That was she... um, her ex-wife that was drinking, right? At the uh, Nat. At the oh, right. right. Nat was oh, actually, lot. though, she was drinking while on painkillers when they go to the Alice show. Oh, so not, yeah. not exactly the most responsible behavior. No, not safe. I don't know if they said if there was Tylenol in them or not. But <laughs> that's always the yeah. big question. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I... I I got the feeling they were going to maybe cut to her and Nat getting back together. I mean, they did. They got back together in the car and Danny threw the oranges and like, that's it. That's, that's the end of Gigi. But that's what I mean. Like cut back to like, and now they're doing their thing. After they got back together. But I guess I don't know. It would make more sense if they did that. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe we'll get like some Nat and Gigi in these last three episodes, but I am 99.9% positive. This is all we've seen of Gigi for season three. Yeah, that's probably probably it. I don't know. They, well, she she's a real estate agent. I can't think of a way to bring her back. <laughs> Time to sell your house. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if in season four they like again they don't talk anything about her leaving the show. They yeah. just like randomly have her showing like yes. Finley or somebody a house. Carrie. Honestly, they should. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of people just like her for eye candy. So, oh, she yeah. could just, you know, she could just show up in Vanna White that, you know, just like, check out this house. They're, <laughs> if they're not able to secure Seppi, they're just going to Photoshop in, like, a picture of, like, they're going to fade in a picture of Gigi randomly in some scene and then just not talk about it. But it'll be like, there's your eye candy, Gigi fans. Mm hmm. Yep. Put her on some billboards, some real estate billboards. <laughs> yes. Showing out. Just, uh, you know just what, make her, like, over the top. Why not? Just lean into it, you know? Just do it. If that's all we can get, just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, did you have any other thoughts on this episode? Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. I Oh, I, I, have you ever heard the... Uh, I feel like they... I don't know. Maybe I'm over reading this, but the can I refill that glass for you? <laughs> I've never heard that as a pickup line. <laughs> Wait, okay. The innuendo. Is, is what, um, what is this? Who is who says this? Um, who said it? Now I don't even remember who said it, but I just remember being like, "What?" <laughs> when I heard it, it didn't. Was it Dre really, to uh, Sophie? Maybe make any sense to me? Um, I should have. Was it Fletcher? Fletcher and Dre had an interesting scene. It was just like them at the bar. And I thought it was so weird where Fletcher was like, 
I'm just really happy to be in on the beginning of your music career. And I was like, what? Fletcher, this huge star, like they don't care about some nobody at the bar. Like, I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, just because they'd like just met. I, I almost got the feeling, did you get the vibe Fletcher was like flirty? Or is that just Ooh. like how Fletcher is? I, I don't know. I Fletcher think Fletcher well is just a flirty person all mm. the time. And I also think that's part of Fletcher's like, branding is that's what i was wondering yeah okay. you know which successful branding on fletcher's part it has worked the community Why? is like yes we will yeah. fight with you just <laughs> always be flirting yeah. <laughs> um, get well, showbiz. <laughs> yes just be always flirting and that's how you'll get ahead <laughs> uh, what are your overall thoughts on season three so far um, you know, I feel like it's been a little all over the place, but I've still enjoyed watching it. Like the musical ayahuasca situation, I was like, where did this come from? What's happening? But I was like, but you know what? I am a sucker for a good trip. <laughs> did you like it? Did you like the musical episode? I kind of, I kind of did because they, they didn't make the songs too long. I feel like they, they could have, they walked the line of almost overdoing it on the music. And I felt like. They they stayed they they kept it under wraps like I don't know I, I enjoy because I'm not usually a huge huge musical person so they did a good job intertwining it with the with the drums otherwise it just would have made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a musical person at all, um, and mm. I liked the episode. I, I liked ah, it. I was see? different so than you though. I actually well. wanted more music. So. And when you think about it, you get, like, I almost said the words, you don't get enough queer musicals. I went, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they all are. But, yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, but you don't get too many uh, more, I guess, masculine presenting musicals, right? Like, you had Shane as a sailor, and you had, like, you had, like, these, like, cool guy kind of lady characters, and you don't get that too off i feel like a lot of musicals cater to like cis gay men right so it was kind of cool to see a musical that was like a little different and they had all different styles and of course they actually like a lot of things in the show they don't explain like like what happened to why is this happening and that but they did explain why they were all singing with the drugs so like you know <laughs> i, I know, thought it was their best writing even introduced this package you would have thought they just uh, threw it in there with no explanation whatsoever yeah yeah <laughs> but they actually explained it and i like to the kind of wink how shane was like a uh, musical um right. but then i thought shane had one of the like most fun uh, songs, you know, our numbers, the way they had it running around and stuff. So did I, Shane have yeah. a number or did Shane dance to other people singing a number? Well, yeah, I don't know if she really <laughs> sang, did she? <laughs> she spoke. She yeah. said, oh, no. <laughs> she, she did her part as a hot sailor, so. Yeah, I mean, that, they just needed her to do the dancing, the running mm -hmm. around. Uh, so, yeah, I thought I thought they did well with it. Without, yeah, if Shane would have randomly been like belting it out, that would have been too weird on a character, right? Like, I like that they had her running away from the musical in the musical, being like, "Goddamn yeah. musical!" Yeah, that <laughs> seems they, about right. They made a part of it, so like, yeah, I, I thought I thought they did a pretty good job with with what they had there. So I don't know, it's it's a little all over the place, but I'm enjoying it. So that's kind of what matters, right? 
Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I there's been a lot of discourse online about how bad the writing is. And it's not mm. like I disagree with any of those points at all. Like I can't be like, you're wrong. This show is they're giving award-winning scripts here. And you know, it's just <laughs> okay. I, I cannot disagree. But I definitely am not hating this season. Like some people don't want a fourth season and I'm like, what? No, I totally want a fourth season. Like, you know, I'm having fun with this so far. I guess I just have low expectations for the writing. (laughs) (laughs) So, and as a writer, like I write scripts, like usually bad writing drives me up the wall, but if it's like, okay, I I can get behind it. If it's like so bad, it's silly. Like Jenny. (laughs) Jenny, Cause it's like so ridiculous that you're like, yeah, this is great. But I could see, yeah, if they don't get the writing together, the show not lasting much longer. So, but I'm just happy that it's not like, I mean, and I'm old, so I could be wrong, but I'm not finding it extremely problematic. So, like, that's a win for me in the writing. After, like, what was the Sex in the City? That was so offensive from yeah. the jump. Mm-hmm. Like, that show every minute of it that I heard I couldn't even watch it like so I don't know I'm just happy that they're like doing the work in that sense but like I said I'm old maybe there could have been something I missed but um no I think they're they could keep striving to have better representation right Marshall Lewis Ryan has like gone on you know, in public and been like, I put Micah and Maribel together because I wanted a sex scene with uh, somebody that had a disability. And I think, great, better than, oh, we're just not going to care at all about representation. But Mm -hmm. the next step above that is I care so much about characters that are disabled or characters that are trans that I am going to put more effort into these characters and these character scenes. And I'm going to make it something that everybody's like really blown away by the the writing and the the performances and by the chemistry. Um, I think they could go up to that next level oh, if, if they sure. want to keep trying. But I I'll, yeah. I do appreciate the effort in representation and, and trying to, you know, but certainly the show has not, you know, it's not perfect. There's more learning to do more to more ways to get better yeah i I don't know if it's that they need more representation in their writing room or um what it is exactly i don't know really what their writing room looks like but yeah i've been told it's very like a lot of first time Uh, writers uh that would explain a lot on the fact that it's not like dated stereotypes or whatever but that the writing's a little all over the place so that kind of makes sense they, they might need to balance their writing room a little more like it's good if they have like younger representation but maybe have some seasoned writers that are kind of like mm-hmm. okay we're gonna punch it up or we're gonna you know i don't know i think if you punch it up even if the writing's bad if it's hilarious i'm always down for that. right <laughs> i don't like, know if i'm the only suckers one but... for a laugh you know <laughs> yeah so you know even then if some storylines are a little weird like it's like well if it's hot and it's funny, and it's not problematic. But no, I mean, it would be nice if they stepped it up a little. And we'll see. Uh, I don't know. They've kind of pigeonholed Mike a little bit. But with the baby, they could they could turn it around. See, I think they're headed towards a Micah Maribel breakup. Um, Ooh. But maybe I'm wrong. Possible. Like, do you think they're going to, yeah, like, do you think they're going to have them, like, be successful and, and have a, a baby? And, and that's, like, where they're going for season four? If we get one. Yeah, I originally thought no, because 
Uh, Maribel was talking about her family and how she didn't want to deal with her issues. And I was like, Ooh, that could hold things up there. So I kind of thought, no, but I don't know. I think they, I just get the feeling they, they want like there to be like a stable family character. So I kind of get the feeling they're going to try to push for it, but I don't know. I could be wrong. You're right. They very well could break up. They haven't really been going out that, that long. Right. No, and they didn't portray how they fell in love. It was sort of just like, um, th- yeah, uh, we'll see. Who It could be either way. Um, and were they, they weren't living together till, are they now? Because like. Yeah, they live together now. Now uh, they are. They yeah. moved in together, I believe, over the fat, you know, between season two and season three. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like a new thing. So. But the the way that they had like oh Micah hadn't even told his mom about Maribel and stuff mm. like that it mm. is weird to go from like that yeah. to we're having a family we're we're having kids together that's like a big jump yeah. right exactly so I don't know yeah I'm curious what they're gonna do they either way because if Micah gets single there's room for growth but I I don't know yeah we'll see I don't see Micah not coming like i don't see micah suddenly you know being like i'm gonna live a little i don't see that (laughs) happening (laughs) no it would not make sense for how they've portrayed his character Mm -hmm. yep he'd probably stay a little in his shell but like you said maybe they could show like i found his job interesting now they've kind of let that go right i don't know but maybe that would be hard to maintain but like you said there aren't many storylines yeah I thought that they should re- revisit Micah and his mom because that first season when he had a scene with her and she's being like kind of disrespectful and not understanding where he's coming from. I found that to be extremely compelling. Um, so I would love to see that, but who knows? Yeah. But then if they show Finley's family too. Right. Are they going to do it for both? Probably not. Yeah. That'd be like a lot of family. Yeah. <laughs> too much. So family time i don't know well um i want to thank amy nico schwartz for coming on to the podcast again make sure you follow amy on instagram so you can stay up to date with all her shows i will be linking the uh show on february 3rd in the description so that you if you are in chicago or if you are nearby in the midwest you can hit up whiskey girl for laugh dance um so that first show is on a friday make sure you hit the description up for that and oh, we free, did it i forgot to say oh it's free <laughs> too wait yes. oh big news yeah i don't know why i left that out <laughs> yeah yeah make sure that's um so you're not gonna want to miss out i mean you were talking about the show variety show music comedy all kinds of fun stuff yeah that is gonna be, be coming up a big old party should be a good time yeah thanks so much for having me this is a ton of fun yeah, thanks for coming on and doing the first LesCast of 2023. Ooh, Hello. I'm honored. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listeners, make sure you're subscribed uh, because we've got episode eight coming up and then the return of Bet and Tina for the last two episodes of the season. You don't want to miss all the fun coming up. Um, all right, everybody stay safe and I will talk to you next time.